0: Welcome back to to Rob Gill's Epic Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. As we end the year 2022, which obviously started at all-time highs, uh, we've had some massive disruptions this year. Whether it was, um, you know, the stock market starting to make its correction, whether it was the the Ukraine war uh, with Russia, um, supply chain being affected, interest rates starting to go up, which created inflation, which now um, has us heading into the next wave after something like that happens and a lot of market uncertainty. We just got off of uh, FTX drama uh, when it came to the crypto or the cryptocurrency space. And I think that it's always important to understand like, okay, what does my world look like when I have structure and strategy? And I could kind of, you know, have to be able to be flexible enough when when uncertainty hits, but my plan isn't disrupted because I'm not at the mercy of all the things I can't control. So today, what we're gonna talk about is how to prepare your finances for a 2023 recession. Now. What's interesting to me is uh, interest rates over the last six, seven months have gone from two to basically 7%, but now we're finally talking about a recession. So I think that once you start seeing the announcements and once you start seeing the alarm bells go off about the recession, the bad news is already here and behind us. I think that during COVID, we we there's some information out there that savings accounts were at all-time highs. I think that, um, you know, with interest rates so low, the markets were running both real estate as well as uh, the stock market. I know that, you know, there was a lot of um, a lot of activity on, on TikTok where there was people making a lot of money overnight. Reminded me a lot of March of 2000, which was the internet stocks. But at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is understanding that if you don't have a game plan, if you don't have a strategy, what's going to happen is you're going to be subjected to the things you can't control. So... As interest rates go higher, what does that affect? It affects housing. How does that affect housing? Well, you know, people that sell real estate who were probably selling properties within seven days of listing, they're not selling anything right now. So if somebody in 2021 made 200 grand, I know somebody, uh, one of my clients that was just sharing this with me the other day, they made 200 grand in 2021. In 2022, they're down to 50,000. So think about that. That person owes money on taxes from 2021. They made 50000 this year, so that means that business shrunk, and it's all because interest rates went higher. Well, just think about if you were 60 years old, and a year ago, you know, you're money in a 401k, making up a number, let's say the balance was $2 million, but now all of a sudden the market had gone from 35000 down to twenty nine, back up a little bit, but back and forth, there's a lot of activity. But if you're 60, if you weren't properly diversified within that portfolio, you're, you're I would say your 401k could be limping a little bit right now. And now, whatever you've lost in the last 12 months, you got to be able to get that back over the next five or six years. It creates a lot of uncertainty. It creates a lot of tightness. It creates a lot of questioning. So at the end of the day, it's real important to understand that uh, as we enter 2023, there's no one going to save you. There's no overnight success. I always say this. I would always suggest that you get all the planners in your world on the same page for the benefit of your thinking. So whenever you go through exactly what you're going to go through, you could be able to position yourself with leverage, liquidity, and control. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, listen, if you have, I think two, or three years ago, if you had a lot of cash, cash was not king because everything was running. But if you're sitting on cash right now, that means you get to pick and choose either I could buy a business, um, I, could, uh, I could be a hard money lender, um, I could buy real estate at a discount, I know I could buy stocks or the S&P at a different price today than it was a year ago. These are some of the thoughts that happen, but always remember, don't quit your day job. Don't become a trader or an investor. Yes, deploy your capital properly, but at the end of the day, it's always important to know that, how can I protect myself from a recession or from inflation? And certain strategies that really take place is, is, well, how do I become my own bank? How do I get multiple use of each and every dollar? Is there strategies that allow me to do it? And the answer is yes, write this down. The first thing, though, is you need to create clarity. You need to understand where you are. So you have to look at an economic financial freedom map. By the way, go ahead and click the link below. We do have a epic financial freedom map, which is another 10, 15 minute video off of this that could really explain exactly not only where you are, but where you want to go, how to re-engineer it back and put you in a position to make some good strategic moves with your money. It's an excellent 12 minute video, so go check it out. But with that being said, you know, you want to know where you are. Right? So the only way you're going to know that is by being radically honest. And by the way, you need a place to keep score. So one of the things we have, we call it the Epic Wealth Builder, but it's a place where all your financial institutions are on one landing page. So you could see your world real time at the click of a button. So all your decisions, they're not based on, you know, emotional timidity, but more like a, um, you know, science and and math and, and components and elements and you know think of the scale of justice you want to be able to have the mindset a financial scale of justice so you put yourself in a position that all your decisions are stress tested so if you did that you could then put yourself really in a place of taking advantage of the things that that are on deep discount and one of the things that we always talk about is overfunding and this isn't the end all and be all but this is part of the overall plan Overfunding a cash value life insurance plan. Well, listen. yeah, but Rob, why, why are you always talking about life insurance? Well, listen, we have a fiduciary arm right down the hall. Uh, we do believe as part of the overall financial mosaic that um, it's important to have money management. You wanna make sure that that fiduciary speaks the same language as far as what's the best for you when it comes to strategy, money moves, and how to position your dollars properly, right? So one money move would be something like, okay, um, you know, I invest, uh, I, I get a match at my company. My company matches the first 4%. Great. That's phenomenal. So so I would suggest to go up the match, but take the difference and put that somewhere else. So you could have it in a bucket that's that's an after-tax bucket to complement your taxable bucket. Because remember, everything in a 401k and everything in an IRA, when you start taking distribution, is taxed in ordinary income. So I'm always in the mindset of, okay, how do I position money where... I could really manage the tax code a little bit better what does that mean well listen taxes have changed 40 times since 1960 45 times when i say manage the tax code i want to have products that are tax-free that allow me to take a little bit of out of my other products that are taxable for example if i'm 65 and all of a sudden taxes are at all-time highs that means i'd want to take less out of my ira or 401k and more out of my cash value life insurance bucket conversely If taxes go down to all-time lows, I want to take more out of my IRA and more out of my 401k and a lot less of my cash value. So that's how you can manage that. But if you only have one bucket of money and that bucket happens to be an IRA or 401k, which means it's subjected to taxation plus required minimum distributions, well, at the end of the day, you're going to be running these looking for a sunset when economic winter comes your way. But the real question is, how do you incorporate life insurance in the overall plan? Well, once again, we go back to the scoreboard. We go back to cleaning out the clutter. We want to make sure that our decision-making is stress-tested, that all of our planners are on the same page. Because if you met with your planners on a quarterly basis? And by the way, do not let your planner get annoyed because you keep calling him or her. Matter of fact, if they get mad when you do it, fire them. Because at the end of the day, you pay them, they don't pay you. But when it comes down to understanding money moves, one would be go up to the match on a 401k. Another one would be, hey, listen, do you double pay your mortgage? Well, let's talk about that. If you have a 30 year mortgage and you're making two, three extra payments a year, I know, I know the whole story that you get to, to kind of shrink the time on when the mortgage is due, but the real question is, is that best for you? If you if, in other words, if you deployed that money somewhere else, would that be a better move? My answer is it's always up to measurements and overall planning strategies and being able to figure out what's best. So I want you to stay close on that. And I want you to understand that at the end of the day, it's okay to ask questions. Now, what I've also noticed with this, I mean, they're they're acting like it's not a recession yet. We've been in a recession, folks. I got news for you. And and you've been had, and people have been telling you stories. And at the end of the day, those people aren't picking up the phone now either because they were selling crypto, but now they're on, now they're a sales trainer or your fiduciary is just saying rebalance because they don't have the other parts, you know, that are really connected to your overall financial mosaic when it comes to the insurance, the guarantees, and the tax-free growth. They're not really looking at that. Even if it was real estate, they're really focused on the money management. So you want to make sure you have somebody that's fluid, that understands all aspects of financial planning, not just singular approach, not just stock market related, but really an overall planning process. With that, though, at the end of the day, it's important to know that You know, look, I have 10 years, I have 15, I have 20 years to retirement. How do I re-engineer what I got to save on a monthly basis? How do I increase my savings? Well, some of the things you do is um, understand, hey, let me go up to the match. And hey, let me not prepay my mortgage. And hey, let me take a look at the cost of all my insurances, my homeowners, my auto, see if I'm overpaying for it. And also, how much money am I using for dinners? How many different accounts do I have where every single month my credit card's getting hit? Because I'm not really paying attention to the different memberships that I have all this money adds up and all of a sudden if you're able to save a thousand two three thousand dollars by really looking at that and you do it on a monthly basis you'll be amazed at as you set up that separate bucket what that money could do for you in a multiplier fashion and that's what we're talking about it's not about a, a product it's about a process and a system processes and systems is what creates in sports by the way It creates dynasties. You may have a team that's a one-hit wonder. That's different than the team that wins four, five, six, seven championships because they have processes and systems. Why not do that with your money? Why not create a process and a system? Why not put yourself in a position to prosper? And remember, in a recession, certain industries don't do well. One of them is the financial services industry for the consumer because the markets are going down, right? That's not fun. You look at your 401k statement every month, right? Um, It's going down and it doesn't feel good. And now be careful of scarcity mindset and making decisions out of fear. Because if you start making decisions out of fear, you're going to regret it when things turn around. Once again, it's always important. Get a game plan, get an economic philosophy, get with a team that could create not only the outcome that what you're looking to achieve, but at the same time, be able to honor what your thought process is and put together the other planners Go ahead, click the link below. If you want one of the members here at Epic to sit down and spend some time with you, take you through our success process, we'd love to do that. There's no obligation, by the way. We're here to serve, contribute, add value, and grow with you. And at the end of the day, if there's any other videos that you want me to do, or if you have any comments, feel free to put them below. And once again, thanks for checking out the channel. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Epic. Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.